Mick vs. Emily. In our first ever girl-on-girl matchup, Mick smells blood in the water and prevents Emily from surfing into a second straight win as Shark cannot escape the jaws of the IR, bringing Emily's future husband season to an end. On the other end, Kyler's back must be getting heavy as he continues to carry Arizona as well as Mick's team. Nonetheless, Dumb Mouse scurries past last week's loss and is back in the winner's call. Michaela, 3-1. Emily, 1-3. Cousin Kyle versus Steve. The Kyle Bowl, the undefeated bowl, the shortest in the friend group bowl, whatever you want to call this duel, we now have one less undefeated team in the league as Cousin Kyle and the Bulls gang hang on during this rodeo and survive to continue the fight for an undefeated season. With trash outings from Travis Smelsey and Brandon Ah Yuck, Steve enters the loss column for the first time all season. Cousin Kyle, 4 0, Steve, 3 1. Penn versus Brett. James Robinson once again puts up penthouse numbers as the Hightower's first round pick helps Ben's team put up the strongest performance of the season with a total of 140.62 points. But it's always a tough hill to climb when Tyreek scores 42.1 points for the big balls. Chubba Hubba tries to capitalize on the Christian McCaffrey injury but is excommunicated as he only nets 8.1 points. Bet 0-4, Brett 1-3. Rendall vs. Brood. The Chow Dogs tried to suck up a win this week with their kicker being their third highest scorer for the team. Rendell goes 0-0 dark 32.1 with Cordell Patterson leading all scorers earning three touchdowns and sending a cordial notice to the league that he is no joke. Rendell 2-2, Brood 2-2. Jimbo vs. Greg. Greg grinds out a win like Urban Meyer in a Cincinnati bar this week as he wins by a mere five points, pushing him to 4-0 and first place in the West. Patty cake, patty cake. How many points did Patrick make? 53.72, which seems to be the only reason why Greg has yet to shoot a blank and chip. The hard man also takes a page from Urban's playbook and falls just short of sealing the deal and getting lucky this week. Greg, 4-0. James, 1-3. Rabbit versus Napsy. The battle to decide which hostess has the mostest had Rabbit shaking all he had to secure a 20 point victory. With what looked like Brokeback Mountain, his team had a couple of cowboys that were absolutely loving each other as Dak and Zeke put up over 62 points. For myself, the Bills Mafia continues to get the gabagool as they seem to be the only steady scorer week in and week out. Myself, 0 4, Rabs, 3 1. News and notes. All right. Uh, great week again, everybody. A uh, uh, few great matchups out there. Um, and we have a bunch of notes to get to for this week. Um, quite, a, quite a few things happened, I thought. Yep, definitely. Once again, yeah, good week. It's always fun when uh, some games come down to Monday night. Makes it that much more interesting. Oh, yes. So we still have... A couple winless teams, that being Ben and yourself. Yeah. Um, I did find it interesting, though, that according to ESPN app, Ben's playoff percentage is 3% and yours is 21%. So however they do that, um, you're both 0-4, but hey, Napsy, <laughs> you still have a chance. <laughs> I know, yeah. 
21% to get to the playoffs. And I think it just has to do with the, the different divisions or conferences, whatever you want to call it. Ben's in the West and I'm in the East. And uh, he's in a much tougher division with um, some of the people at the top of that one. The only real threat in our division, the my division, is uh, Greg right now staying undefeated. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, I'm up there. I'm second. Right behind That's Greg. True. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, and we do oh. face each other this week, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, you and Greg, yes, yes, that's right. So, yeah. but coming after you, Greg. Yeah, um, yeah. Even with uh, Ben's low uh, playoff chances uh, this week, he is leading currently this season with 19 roster moves. Wow. Um, so he is definitely, you know trying to make the right lineup decisions every week. And he's working that waiver wire as best he can. Yep. Hey, if you don't perform, you're off the team. He's making, <laughs> making moves. Uh, yeah. It's kind of crazy that the next two highest moves in the league are you and Brett was seven. So lots of moves. Uh, wonder if he'll start uh, paying off for Ben. Yeah, he's been busy. That's for sure. And, uh, you know, he and I had that trade last week where uh, he got A.J. Brown from my team, who, of course, was injured and didn't play this week. I don't know how long he is expected to be out, but I got Chase Edmonds from it, who scored me just about 16 points in my flex spot. So it great trade for myself. Um, hopefully it works a little bit for Ben, but I don't know how long AJ's planning on being out. So was he injured when you traded him? He was injured, yeah. That's that's why I traded him away because I, I wasn't going to play him that week anyway. Yeah, and see, Ben's just looking into the future. He's... I was in the market too. Uh, um, yeah, we've been just talked about uh, two winless teams, but we still got two undefeated teams. Greg, who I talked about last week, I thought for sure his bubble was going to pop, as I put it. Uh, still hasn't yet. Hopefully, I can burst that bubble this week when we face off um and then there's cousin kyle both 4-0 uh they're each in different divisions uh kyle is leading the east yep greg in the west so that's pretty cool yep yeah i think it's uh i think it's kind of crazy we still have undefeated teams after four weeks um you know like you said last week with greg i thought for sure he was gonna get that bubble burst in, and i'm sure james did too the whole week too and through the weekend and losing by just Five points really makes it challenging. Hate to see it. Also hate to see injuries, especially two weeks in a row for one team. Uh, Mix her starting running backs. Montgomery goes down. They say he's out for like four to five weeks, but Mix swept right in there and picked up his back route. Uh, I'm pretty sure it said I was above her on the waiver wire and I put in for him. So I don't know. <laughs> ben, I don't know. Napsy collusion. Something going on there. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to see you shine. And uh, that was, if I'm not mistaken, that was probably one of those instances where Michaela saw him go down and, and immediately went to the waiver wire to pick up his backup and didn't waste any time waiting until Monday or Tuesday to figure it out. Uh, you know, she's depleted that running back with both of her one and two backs going down. So I'm sure she shopped for a new one right away at that point. Be smart. Yep. Uh, so she doesn't see her season go up in smoke. Mm. Oh, speaking of smoke, yeah. Uh, Greg picked up Josh Gordon this week. I see him on his see him on his bench here when I'm looking at his lineup. Um, what do you think about that? Bold, bold move. Uh, they must be smoking the same shit though, because uh, <laughs> the thought that he's going to be successful in that 
crazy offense. Uh, that chance. Yeah, yeah. Josh Gordon's just one of those players that through the years has, you know, obviously come in and out and done his part when he was with New England. I thought he was great with with us here. Um, and he's had his problems, as everybody knows. And I don't know if uh, the Chiefs are a great chance for him to really do a lot of damage considering all the weapons they already have. But the Chiefs are probably looking towards end of the season playoffs and making sure they have at least somebody to stay healthy for him. Imagine being Josh Gordon and the Chiefs being like, hey, you want to play with us? It's like, fuck yeah, I do. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I would stop smoking weed too if I could play with the Chiefs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, another team addition was Randall picking up Cordero Patterson, which we mentioned. Uh, three touchdowns, which is huge. I see yeah. ESPN is saying to shop him around because it's only going to go down. Um, but I don't know. I No, I, I wouldn't like agree has, with that either. Yeah, I think he's got more weeks in him. Um, but oh hey, God, Rendo, I... if you want to trade him, I'll, I'll give you someone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's put up huge numbers the entire season. Uh, he's got three, four, five touchdowns on the year so far. Uh, he's really just uh, really kind of the only bright spot in that Atlanta offense currently. Um, they aren't really utilizing their rookie tight end, Kyle Pitts, at all. Um, they don't really have any receivers this season. They got rid of that. And then, you know, an, an aging Matt Ryan doesn't help either. So I think that the ice is melting. <laughs> I think that's one of the best pickups any of us have made this year was that Cordero Patterson. one. Yep. Uh, and Rendell's four moves. One of them was Cordero Patterson. So, wow. When he Impressive. makes them, he makes and he's, them right. uh, he's in the win column. So he's earned himself that by making his, uh, making those moves two and two. Um, just a heads up, everybody, bye weeks, start week six. So we're going into week five this week and, uh, just want to make sure everybody remembers, don't get too comfortable with your lineups. This is our last week where you will have possibly all of your normal starters playing for you because of those bye weeks. So just keep that in mind going into the next week and, um, there might be some stuff we can do about it. Yep. There's a, this is where you have to be smart being a manager of who you get to back you up um, when your stars are out a week. So some trades would be cool to see. There's been one this season between the two zero and four teams. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, we're just swapping uh, trash back and forth. You know? <laughs> I know it's hard, like uh, winning a bunch of games and wanting to trade people away. But yeah, <laughs> and my uh, my team is built on a lot of players on the same teams. So I don't know how many other people have that same issue, but that really kills me every year in fantasy is I'll have three Chargers players or three Patriots players and then a bye week happens and my roster's just shot. So here's your warning, everybody. Yep. Yeah, you gotta hope a meteor doesn't hit LA because you got... I know. Half my team's uh, from LA. One... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Two, three, four. Yeah. Yeah. And Vegas. Oh, yeah. I got quite a bit. And then Minnesota, oh. too. I think I got two or three Minnesota players now. But um, looking at the matchups from the week, um, we got, uh, I'd say the best matchup from the week we had this week was uh, was Jimbo and Greg. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It seemed to be like a slugfest, yeah. which Jimbo has been getting into with all of his points he's putting up if 
you just pulled his totals. I think his worst game this season was 123 points, which is pretty damn good. And he's still one and three. It's got to hurt. Yeah, I, like I was reading through his points, and if I was to just read you the totals of some of his players, you would think he won Lamar Jackson, 32, Derrick Henry, 25, James Conner, 20, uh, Debo Samuel, you know, 31 points. You know, just how do you lose putting up that many numbers? I don't get it either, and I'm sure it's been frustrating for James. Sorry. Um, I think Rab's... Uh, not to toot our own horn, but I think the worst matchup was you and I this week. <laughs> Why is that? Uh, I needed a miracle on Monday night. I had three players to play. As we've mentioned, I have a lot of kind of the same team on my roster. And uh, I needed big games from, you know, Justin Herbert, Josh Jacobs and Mike Williams. Um, and the only one to actually do anything that game was Herbert. Uh, he didn't throw. He threw one pass to Mike Williams for 11 yards. I got me, you know, under two points. And Josh Jacobs just... Didn't run at all, it seemed like, or didn't any didn't do any catching. Yep. I Sunday night I was excited seeing so, you know, I was up by that much, but then I looked at it, I was like, Oh yeah. he still has a chance. But yeah, yeah. I yeah. to say I'm happy you didn't come back. Yeah, I, uh, it sucks to it sucks <laughs> to see that because when you look on Sunday night and you see such a, a big matchup or not a big matchup, but a big gap in points, but it's still doable with a quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. And then for them to only put up, you know, half of what I needed was very disappointing. I was definitely still a little nervous. Um, speak, I would say speaking of, you know, making the wrong roster moves and maybe not doing what you need to do. Uh, Steve has earned the bench blunder of the week, I think. Yep. Yep. Uh, with a close, he lost by five points. Um, and he had Corey Davis on his bench with 19.1 points and Leonard Fournette with 15.3. If he started either of those guys, he would have won that game and remained undefeated. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, Aaron Jones, the starting running back, he had under 10 points. And then, as I mentioned earlier, Ayuk had uh, two points. So putting Corey Davis or Fournette into that flex spot instead of Ayuk would have easily sealed the win for... First yep. Steve that game. Come to see it. Yeah. Um, looking forward to next next week. What do you think is uh, our most anticipated matchup for next week? Um, I think I'm going to go with Ben versus Cousin Kyle. Uh, some may ask why, but Ben being 0-4 and, and Kyle 4-0. Ben has nothing, nothing to lose. Um, and hopefully a big win could turn his whole season around. And also if Kyle loses, you know, floodgates open, he might slip, yeah. lose the next nine games. Never know. Yeah. I'm looking at his, uh, I'm looking at Ben's roster. It looks like AJ Brown's got the clear to go. So he's back in the lineup for him. So go. hopefully that pays off for him this week for him. But, uh, and uh, both teams on this one have some, we got a really great matchup just football wise on Sunday with the chiefs versus the bills. You know, uh, AFC Championship game rematch. Uh, ben has Josh Allen as his quarterback. Uh, Kyle's got Clyde Edwards-Alaire on his team. Um, and then Ben's tight end is uh, Knox for Buffalo, too. So that that Sunday night matchup alone could really decide this week for them. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I'll definitely be watching that game. Yeah. High-powered offenses. But I think Buffalo's defense is a little better than uh, KC's. So yeah, I guess that's a big one for me, too. I guess I should have paid attention to who they're playing this week. 
That's true. The Gabagool. It's hard to take him out. <laughs> Gabagool. Oh, God. Well, I'd say wraps that, uh, that about wraps up this week's recap, don't you think? Yes, sir. Good luck, everyone. Yeah, good luck, everybody. Good weekend. Yeah, see you later.